Hello and welcome to the Missing Peace podcast. I'm your host Becca and here we talk about everything related to how we can reconnect to ourselves to live the life we truly want. I am passionate about helping people come back to themselves, feel comfortable in their own skin and find inner peace, freedom and fulfillment. I hope that listening to this podcast can inspire you to start your own journey to find the missing peace within. Hello everyone and welcome back and welcome to the Missing Peace podcast because this has been a name change as uh, you may have noticed. If not, this is your first time here, then we used to be the Peace or Rabbit Piece of Cake podcast. It was always so hard to not say the, the bit of it, but I was quite adamant not to do that. But it's still a lovely play on words. If you uh, enjoy that, I hope you do. If not, you probably won't be here. But um, it's moved from piece of cake to the missing piece because this reflects the change in how it is that I would like to serve. Or as I spoke in the last episode, more about deepening how I'm going to serve because the missing piece, I think, really sums it up because when we are not feeling quite right in ourselves, we can feel like something is missing. And that's a missing piece of us but it's also the missing like piece dude the missing piece inside the piece within so the pivot as i talked about in the last episode is because i feel that in order to heal in any way shape or form anything external that we do such as food or fitness like we were talking about prior to this when i was going down the anti-diet line which you know i'm still anti-diet but it's just that we can't heal that part of us unless we heal deeper and we work out what the root is. So I had a couple of calls with clients. I'm giving away some free calls at the moment. So if anybody's interested in them, please just apply below. Well, it's not an application, it's just book in below, or you can send me a DM to find out any more information. But I was having some calls with women and in every call, I realized that yes, that person wanted to heal their relationship with food, but the healing needed to go deeper. There were other issues there and that food was kind of an external representation of them, a way that they were coping, a way that they were affected by diet culture as well, because that is obviously a massive part of the reason why we have a messed up relationship with food. But it's about healing deeper. And so in this episode, I want to talk about what it feels like to be disconnected from ourselves and how we can come back to ourselves, because that is ultimately where we find all our answers. No one else can tell us what it is that we can do with our life to make us feel fulfilled or at peace or happy. It can only be from inside. So this is why I feel really passionate about it because we need to connect back to us. So I'll share a bit more about my story from this line because <laughs> the first episode of this podcast when it was piece of cake was my story but more from the food and fitness perspective. So this is kind of the overall healing, life change, personal development, growth kind of arena. So so yeah, what does it feel like to feel disconnected? So it, it can simply be a case of describing it as you feel disconnected from yourself. It can feel like you are missing something or that you're just not quite fulfilled and you don't really know what that is. You don't know what's missing. You don't know what you're discontent with. And it can manifest in feeling uncomfortable in our own company, like not wanting to sort of sit still and, and let any thoughts come through, always distracting and numbing through maybe looking at our phone, eating, TV, all of a sudden the to-do list looks really full and desperately needs to be done. So it's all this kind of, just that feeling there that you may be just not very comfortable in your own skin or comfortable in your own company. And 
you know, it can be in any area that you might not, you might know, or you might not know what's kind of not quite right. So for you, it might be that it's not quite right, the work that you're doing. You don't feel like you're serving in the way that you want to serve. Maybe you want something more from your day-to-day life. Maybe you just want to kind of feel content in yourself and feel it in a peace and rather than constantly battling against, against you and just, you know, being unhappy with you. You know, you are the one person who is going to be with you your whole life. So this should be a really beautiful relationship. So for me, when it comes to disconnection, I feel like I've probably felt this a long time. You know, you don't often know this until you're, you know, looking back and reflecting on it all. Perspective is a, a wonderful thing, isn't it? But I did start the journey into personal development and growth because I knew that something was kind of not right. And for me, a lot of it came down to feeling, yeah, that kind of, I'm just not quite content. I can't really sit still. Something isn't quite right. I knew that I wasn't happy really in the work that I was doing, but I didn't believe that I had anything else to serve because I was really stuck in this idea that serving has to be from a place of education. You know, I quit two degrees and for a long time I thought well I've quit two degrees that's that I've not learned anything from this I don't have any life experience you know I didn't see them as ways of how you can actually serve and help people but they really really are and for a long time I felt like we should have one passion a one purpose and you know we can get really spiritual in this and maybe there is one purpose there as well but in terms of how we choose the the job that we take or where we live or whatever it's as though we're sort of told from a young age that we choose one and we stick with it and that's our path we choose one partner we stick with them that's our path and that can be really confusing especially when it doesn't feel quite right so it took me a long time to accept that there's maybe not one big thing that's standing out to me and you know I was always kind of changing what I wanted to do and like I said in the last podcast my mum would say to me just let me know when you've made a decision and I just I felt so much pressure on myself to make a decision to change but actually I ended up staying on and off in the same job at working at the police dog kennels here in Cumbria in northern England I stayed in it for yeah about 11 years at the kennels and I knew that it wasn't quite right but it was also good enough you know you could you had really good hours it's like three days on two off I was largely my own boss we had really nice um, helpful bosses so that was really great I worked with dogs I worked outdoors it just fit really well into everything apart from it wasn't quite what I wanted to do but I also didn't believe that I could do anything more so it was kind of you know good enough like I said and then you can feel this guilt this is another part of the the, the missing connection if you're not connected and happy in your own company and with the person that you are then you can feel guilty especially when everything looks pretty great you know like maybe you're in a good relationship got kids your job's all right you know it's like who am I to complain I should feel guilty for you know moaning on about just something not feeling quite right but I think we need to focus on that because we need to be able to live the life that we deserve the life that we want to live and I believe that everyone can do this and every time we're trying to compare to somebody else on somebody else's journey whether that's feeling guilt because you have more than them or maybe you think that they have so much more than you so how on earth could you ever do anything that they're doing this is your journey so it's coming back to you and listening to what is important to you and what's going on inside so I was in this job for about 10 11 years on and off the offs were um actually traveling uh two of the times i went and worked in france for a little bit was hoping that it would be a bit more long term but that was about four months i did a cycle tour i then went and worked in scotland for a couple of months and really all them little breaks away 
did give me that sort of satisfaction and that like oh yeah this is it this is this is what i need this is this little buzz that's missing but you know quite quickly that would fade and i would find myself slipping back into feeling comfortable in myself and the way it really manifested for me a lot of the time was with food but say i had a really busy day or whatever and i'd just be like oh i can't wait to chill tonight maybe some of you do the same i can't wait to chill i just want to sit and do nothing and then it comes to the time when i sit and then all of a sudden yeah i wanted to eat food or i wanted to put the tv on and just numb out or i wanted to scroll for my phone and i just wasn't sitting with myself and i think it's because i just wasn't satisfied in life but i wasn't satisfied because i wasn't connected because i didn't know what would satisfy me so yeah that's kind of how that went on for a long period of time i also didn't allow love in my life and i think this is kind of in two different ways i was really stuck in diet culture and was worried that bringing someone into my life would mess up my whole food and fitness schedule and then I would put on weight and then they wouldn't find me attractive anyways so and looking back now I realized that I don't think I was worthy of love either or oh, that's what I believed sorry always worthy of love but I just don't think I believed it so I put it all into it being about my body and that was where my worth was so that's a whole different story and like I said there's a bit more about that in the first episode of this podcast but it's just it's it's difficult you know we have all these different things and it's much easier to see when you look back so being able to kind of look back and see all this is is much easier so i'm not saying that you're going to have much clarity whilst you're in that place because i didn't i just felt like it was me who was a bit worthless and a bit useless really like why didn't i know what i wanted to do and no i'm just going to keep controlling all the aspects of my life that I can control like food and fitness and I'm going to try the traveling and I'm going to try living in different places which are all beautiful things but we're not going to find it in the external we'll only find it inside so a couple of years ago I was just a bit more adamant on finding what was my passion in life or you know at that point thinking it was warm but you know over a bit of reading and some podcasts and just exploring a bit more I realized that I'm really stuck in this place of waiting till I find the right thing before I do something again because with giving up two degrees I felt like it would just be that again because I wouldn't know what it was so I was waiting for the perfect perfect thing to come along and, and it didn't so I decided to study personal training and so this is along the, uh, the time of the pandemic kicking in so I was furloughed I was off work for three months and then I went into a part-time job back at the kennels <laughs> surprise surprise but prior to that I after coming back from traveling I've been working in a hotel for a while which I hated it's not for me <laughs> I am not a receptionist oh I don't know how everyone else remembered what was going on but I had to write everything down to keep on top of things it just yeah not for me thank you very much but yeah I was able to take that time to lean into kind of all the other side of the personal development work which i'll get onto in a second but so i chose personal training and it was a bit of a i feel like a risk and everything always feels like a risk doesn't it to put the money into something when you're not 100 percent sure that's what you want to do but i just had to do it and it felt like such a relief when i did it was like wow i finally finally decided that i am worthy of doing something else and just exploring something and i can let go and it felt really good and I do, you know, I really enjoyed studied it and I do enjoy fitness. I've been into fitness all of my life really, but it wasn't quite right. I, I sort of at that point was just going to go into a gym and become a personal trainer. And then I was like, should I do that online and do my own thing? But then I was like, I'll go down the anti-diet line because there's no way I can go into a gym and help people try and lose weight because that that's just messed up, you know, especially when I know my own journey. I did not want to help people get stuck in that trap. 
So that's why I went into the anti-diet coaching. But as you can see, there was like this little journey that I went on. And the only reason that I went on this journey was because I was doing the work to connect to myself. So I was doing the journaling. I was learning where I needed healing. So I was doing the affirmations. I was meditating. I was leaning into what, you know, what I enjoyed. I was building up my self-worth in, in so many different ways. And that's how this kind of journey unfolded. And I'm not perfect, you know, no one is perfect. And I think we're always on this journey, but that's the beauty of starting to connect to ourselves because we actually can start this and, and like heal the the top layer as such, you know, the the outermost layer, which for me was just this, this uncomfortable side of being with myself. And don't get me wrong, that still shows up sometimes, but I'm really aware of the kind of uh, like what I'm doing that's showing that I am ignoring listening to myself. Even though I really love listening to myself and give myself time now, I still get triggered because I think it felt really uncomfortable in the past because all this would have come out. Oh, and also, let's just mention that uh, my anxiety showed up once I healed my binge eating because I, uh, yeah, I didn't even know that I had anxiety prior to this. And when I healed the binge eating through intuitive eating, I was, yeah, yeah I was hit by anxiety. And then that's been a whole journey in itself. And I felt a lot of pressure as well on this journey, especially when I was furloughed to sort of, you know, should I be doing the DIY and changing the whole house? Should I be learning an instrument? Should I be learning a new language? You know, all the things that people were doing that were very tangible, but I felt a calling to lean into doing this work on myself. And, you know, a couple of years down the line, it has been life changing. This is why I'm here right now, because I decided to start listening to myself, work out what I wanted to change what didn't feel right, what what did I need to heal, what do I not like about myself, where could I improve and you know you get to know a little bit more about what your what you really want from life, what your values are, how you can strive to achieve them, how you can prioritize what actually is important to you as well, you know sometimes we work out that we've got these different priorities but we are not putting them as a priority and that's that's massive as well. So how do we go about self-connection. Hello, I'm just quickly interrupting myself to let you know that I am currently offering free one-on-one -on -one coaching calls. So this is for anybody who is feeling disconnected from themselves, who's feeling like they want more from life. Maybe they don't know what that is though. Maybe there's something they really want to do, but they don't believe that they can do it. Maybe you just want to feel like way more in alignment in your life and feel like you're living the way you really truly want and deserve. Let me help you with that by booking in for a call via the show notes below. It's a 45 minute call where we can discuss what's going on in your life and create an action plan for you going forward if you would like to know any more as well just drop me a message at becca rose guy on instagram and i'll be happy to answer any questions and now back to the episode and there are four ways that i think are, are brilliant and massively part of exploring the whole process and i think they're really fun as well so i really hope that this is something that you can see is really beneficial from a real holistic approach as well. So the first thing being is that we need to know our whys. And so this is getting to understand why we want to heal, why we want to change. So it could be like, like I said to you, it's for me, it was, I am just 
unsatisfied with something and I'm fed up of feeling that way and I'm unsatisfied with my job and I just I want to find something that I'm passionate about and that's led me to where I am right now so being able to coach which is incredible I would never have believed that I could have done that years ago because I don't have any I don't have a degree in coaching I you know I just didn't have the self-worth to believe that I could do this but I really really feel so passionate about it and that's only because I've lent into connecting to myself to work all this out so it's about knowing your whys and writing them down. And these can feel really quite painful because this is when we are really being confronted by what we're not happy with in life. And sometimes we don't have any specifics on that and that's fine. And this is what this process will help uncover. But it could just be that feeling uncomfortable in yourself. It could be that oh, I just know that I don't want to do that job anymore. And I just want to do more with my day to day. I'm just fed up of just coming home and sitting in front of the TV, but I don't know what else to do. And I just feel like something's missing and I don't know what. And it's it's all these kind of different feelings. But if you can also get even deeper on it, if you know a little bit more, it could be that you know you're not happy in your relationship. Maybe it is the job. Maybe it's, gosh, well, it could be anything, couldn't it really? It's just something in life. So it could be a bit more specific but it also can be a bit vague, but it's it's something that is going to fuel you. So you need to write these down and you need to revisit them and you need to have them there for when the going gets tough because this isn't easy. You've been avoiding doing this, listening to yourself and sitting with yourself. And I know because I did the same as well. Even for somebody who meditated every day for years and years and years, I wasn't connecting. But it's, meditation isn't the only way to do this. So yeah, it can feel difficult, but it is massively the first part of the process. I mean, the first part of the process is realizing what's what's up and coming to find how you can change this, which is, you know, why you'll be here on this podcast. So get really deep on your whys. Look up, like look on them every day, even write them down. And like I said, have them there ready for when the going gets tough and you're just tempted to go back to your old patterns. Look on them. Number two is to listen to yourself. And that is when we are taking the time to really ask ourselves how we are feeling. This can be through journaling. I mean, I would love it to be through journaling. It's Journaling is powerful. We're able to ask these self-reflective questions. You know, I've actually just released um, some journal prompts and action steps to own your life. And that can be found on my, well, actually, I'll put it in the show notes below. And doing these this kind of self-reflection through questions and then putting it out on paper is really powerful. And so if you're somebody who's not journaled before, definitely lead into some prompts. That can be a really good way to do this. And and like I said, I, I share some of them in the journal prompts and I'll share some on my Instagram. I'm sure I will. So journaling is really great. Checking in with yourself throughout the day. Like, how am I feeling? How am I feeling? So particularly first thing in the morning, can you ask yourself that before you pick up your phone or you check your emails or whatever it is? Because all that's so reactive. But let's go introspective first. Let's ask ourselves how we feel. And, you know, like I said, this can feel uncomfortable because it's maybe not what we want to feel. But when you're overall not feeling great, this is sometimes we just need to go deeper and, and feel that. So number one, sorry, number one. Yep. Yeah, know your whys. Number two, listen to yourself. And then number three is creating space and being present. So this is through things such as meditations and through mindfulness. We can go out for a walk in nature and just connect to what's around us, go through the five senses. What can you see? What can you feel, etc. And meditating and just sitting in stillness. So this is where thoughts can still come up, of course. And there's, you know, you don't berate yourself for that because these, this is what our brain does. And that's, and that's beautiful. That's how it works you're giving your brain some space to just to just 
I could chill, just have a, a big deep breath and a sigh out. And that's massively powerful. You're also giving space for anything else to come in. And this can be inspiration. This can be the like more of an answer of what's going on and what's wrong. But you're just, you're kind of relaxing your nervous system as well. So it's really important to, to do that kind of still work and just be. And then the fourth thing is be creative. And this is what I really love. And I, I think people often think, oh, well, what's that got anything to do with the kind of really deep introspective self-connection work? But creativity is a massive part of us as well. Well, you know, we're left and right brained. And so leaning into the creative side, we are exploring the other side that we often shut off, shut off when we're using our logical mind a lot of the time. And we're connecting to fun and joy, which is really ultimately what I believe life is about, you know, joy and fun is your birthright. It's our birthright. So let's incorporate that into every day. So what can you do that's creative every day? And that doesn't have to be what you'd imagine it to be like picking up a paintbrush. It can be, but you know, you don't have to go rush out and buy an easel right now to be creative. You can cook maybe you're someone who likes cooking maybe you just want to doodle for like five minutes at a time and doodle maybe you'll dance maybe you'll just move your body in some sort of way maybe like a kind of intuitive yoga flow for example put some music on sing um you could create some coffee art that's that's a real simple one that sometimes people kind of don't think of maybe you're somebody who likes buying gifts so you've been creative in your thoughts on what people might like so this time of year it's perfect for that and also just the way that you maybe like to wrap things, you like to make things pretty, you know, maybe you make some cards for Christmas. This should be like a what to do at Christmas to be creative episode, shouldn't it? I didn't realise I was into crafts. I'm not actually, I don't do any of this. I kind of tell myself I will and I don't, but especially when I really want to focus on being more environmentally friendly and eco-friendly in my life, I probably should make my own cards, but I actually just don't make cards really or send them. Sorry, everybody. It's lack of effort, isn't there? But yeah, creative doesn't have to just be what you think it is. It could be, it could even be like going gardening, you know, just doing something like that. And it just switches your brain to the other side of it. And it feels good and it feels joyful. And it takes, you know, it creates a bit of a lightness, a lightness when all the other stuff can feel quite deep. So that's my fourth step. So to recap them, number one, know your whys. Number two, listen to yourself. So leaning into your emotions there and what's coming up. Number three, the stillness, just being being present. Number four is being creative. If you start thinking about doing something like that every day and you know you could do all them four things every day and just spend five minutes on each of them. So it really doesn't have to be massive. Make it fit into your routine. You know we often dive into these things and try and and try and change everything in life and then it's not achievable. It has to fit into what you're doing now. So work out where you can find time you know to fit this in and this is how we can discover what it is that we really want from our life. What's missing? Where do we want to grow? Where do we want to heal? You know, it's just so, so powerful. So let me know how you get on. I hope that this has been beneficial for you. And yeah, I would uh, love to know what you think. So do reach out on Instagram and don't forget there's a link below to the journal prompts to own your life, journal prompts and action steps to own your life. And there is also a link to free one-on-one -on -one mindset coaching and down this line of self-connection. So yeah, looking forward to speak to you next week. Bye-bye.